0: Hey guys, it's Rami. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Score North Live. Available on Apple, Spotify, at the Score North mobile app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you only have time to listen to one segment from today's show, here it is right now.
1: Rodgers, four-man rush, going to
0: float it down the seam. Adams has it, and he's in. Touchdown, Packers. Packers. That highlight on Fox. This is Score North Live on 1500. ScoreNorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Rami Makhlouf in the TCL Broadcast Studios along with Danny Cunningham and Judd Zolgad. Derek Wetmore will be in for the 1 o'clock hour. We have twins rumors, speculation, reckless speculation to get into in the 1 o'clock hour and Dan Hayes will join us at one thirty. But joining us right now on the show, former Packers running back and my former co-host at 105.7 FM, the fan in Milwaukee from the Wendy's Big Show. It's a pleasure to welcome in Gary Ellerson, G E, how are we this afternoon, my friend?
1: Uh, it's cold. I don't know what it feels like by here, but I think we are uh, about negative three today.
0: Also yep. cold here. Yeah, that's about what we're at here. Also, Gary, and uh, but don't complain because when I moved here, people told me Minnesota cold was different. I was like, get out of here with that nonsense. It's not. It's all. We're, it's cold everywhere. They were right, Gary. It's 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 different here. The cold hurts a little bit more in Minnesota than it does down there in Green Bay.
1: So that five hours is a big difference, huh? Yes. It, it makes it, a huge difference. It hits
0: different here, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, it definitely <laughs> hits
0: different. Gary, does it feel like an eleven and three football team in the Green Bay Packers? Because I don't I I don't I I don't fear them as much as I should an eleven and three football team when it comes to their matchup with the Minnesota Vikings.
1: You know what? When you come on our radio station, you better say that, okay? Okay, I did. You, I actually you, you did. I you better say that to Packer fans when you come on our station.
0: Okay, I, I said it yesterday to Tim Allen, and I'll You're come. You're Bears on, fan anyway. I'll come on the big show this afternoon sure. if you guys want me, and I'll and I'll say the same, Gary. I, I don't yeah. fear them the way that I should an eleven and three football team.
1: And nor should you. And I mean, it, it, it feels like they're the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs>
0: Exactly. <laughs> is, this, is this just going to be you poking at Vikings fans for the next five to ten minutes? I mean, I mean, is
1: that what yeah, we're or, doing? Or 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 like the Chicago Bears? That's kind of what it feels like. I mean, you know, there's. I mean, for, listen. Here's here's why there's stinks in, in, in Packers and Packer land right now. Because for so many years we had that guy in Brett Favre, and we knew what he could do. We do. We we're hanging. We we're hanging our hat on Brett Favre. He's a guy. Blah blah blah. And, and and we knew what that looked like, and what that and if, if, if the defense was good. I mean, it was okay, but we knew we was gonna win the game. It was gonna be about number four. And then the Packers were blessed with this Aaron Rodgers dude, <laughs> and we knew that he was the baddest dude out there. We knew what we knew he was gonna throw for four hundred yards, and we knew. I mean, we and we came to understand that's how we were winning games. Well, we're not winning games like that no more. So That's been like thirty years of that. Now all of a sudden we're winning games where you can't explain. How did they actually win that game? I mean, no one really knows how they're. But they don't even know how they're winning games. The Packers—they can't even explain. We interview these guys; they just scratch their heads. They—they have no idea. I mean, it's—it's—it's so confusing. But I will say this: they—they have beaten the teams. They have that they, they, they supposed to have beaten, and I think that's about all you can say. I think the outlier may be the Chargers when they go out to uh, LA; they lose that game. That's a, but everybody else, the teams that they play, they, I mean, they they beat. They're supposed to beat that, so I guess that's a sign of a good team. I guess
2: Gary, why the drops? It, it seems like, and we certainly saw a few against the Bears, and I know that was a cold game. But it seems like statistically that there has been a, a problem there with
1: dropped passes from Aaron. Because the receivers are not very good anymore. I mean, we're I don't even know who these guys we have. I mean, this this MVS kid, I mean, we got his second year. He's like a speed guy, but he's been very inconsistent with drops. I mean, we they had a great play first game I mean, first oh, play of the game, I saw it. They get him deep. Yeah, they get him deep. Gorgeous. I mean, he, 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 can run past, he can run fast, run past anybody. But he's got the drops and then you look at Devon is coming off this toe injury, so he's not really right. He had like maybe two drops. And then we got this guy Kumaro, I mean he's from like UW Whitewater, so everybody loves him. And then we got this, you know, this other cat, Alan Lazard. I don't even know where they got him from. I mean <laughs> so they throwing balls and then Jimmy Graham is like a hundred years old, they're paying him like thirty billion a year. He's I mean, so there you go. There it is. That'll do it. How about that?
0: What is the relationship like between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers now?
1: Well, uh, they say it's a work in progress. And and here's what you got, guys. You got the the confusion in the offense is that when Matt LaFleur came in, he said that he wanted to be a partnership between he and Aaron Rodgers. And so that's what we got. So we got – we got this working relationship with Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. That became evident, uh, this past weekend with, um, with the Chicago Bears. Now, it's fourth and, I think it's fourth and four. And, um, we're, you know, they're going to go it on fourth down. And <laughs> Matt LaFleur, if you guys can find it sound, is great because it typifies what this offense is really thinking about. Uh, Matt LaFleur actually says, Hey, you know, we call a timeout, we come over. And Matt Lafleur says, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta play. I have Paul. It's a quick game. I just want to get first down. That's all we want to do: I get first down. Rogers Aaron comes over to me and says, Lafleur speaking. He says, Coach, they're in press coverage. I think I can get it to Devontae. And then Lafleur says, Okay, go ahead, run that play. <laughs> but they scored on that play. But that typifies what Rogers is has been doing within his offense is like third and three and he's throwing bombs. And but LaFleur is calling other plays. And so we we have a sort of a, a a a working relationship and trying to get an understanding on what's important and how they want this offense to look. So that's why this offense looks so herky jerky. I mean it's just there's no rhythm. I mean you, you don't understand what it feels but it felt like this under uh, Mike McCarthy too, where it felt like there was like Two, three different game plans within the game plan. It felt like, like, Mike McCarthy had a game plan, and like, Aaron Rodgers had a game plan, and they were trying to all make it work, and it's, it feels like all the same, but it feels even worse now because you don't really have the talent that you once had when you had Greg Jennings, your Michael Finley, Donald Driver, Jordy Nelson, Ramakar, Devontae All those guys are gone, so you don't, you don't have that leeway anymore at the receiving position. So, therefore, everything just doesn't look right from an offensive standpoint with the Green Bay Packers.
0: Gary, what about on the other side of the ball? When this when this season first started, I saw what those Smith brothers were doing, and you know from my time there, I, I liked what Mike Pettin does as, as a defensive coordinator. I liked those two young cornerbacks that you guys have in Alexander and Kevin King. I thought that defense was really going to be a force to be reckoned with after I saw what they did to my Bears in the following two or three weeks after that. But since then, it feels like this defense is going back in the other direction and not as scary, not as dominant as they were to start the season.
1: Yeah, but they're still doing the same thing. I mean, you can you can get a ton of yards on these guys. I mean, they're going give a lot of yards. They're going to give up some big plays. I think they lead the league in explosion plays. That's about 25 yards or more. They lead the league in that. So, I mean, every once in a while, you're going to get deep on them. But when you get in the red zone, if you don't get the 75-yard bomb for a TD, when you get in the red zone, they kind of limit you, limit you to a field goal. So that's kind of what this defense is all about. Ben, but don't break kind of a defense. But if the offense can score points and get up on you, this defense can play lights-out football. But, they, but, they, but, but the Packers have to score first in order for this defense to play like it wants to play.
0: Now, working at 105.7 The Fan, you're, you're honored to work with some really esteemed broadcasters. I, I mean, Bart Winkler, Chuck Freeman. But I want to know what went <laughs> through your head.
1: I don't like head. Bart Winkler. <laughs> yeah, I'm just you're right now. I don't like Bart Winkler, okay?
0: I want to <laughs> know, Gary. I want to <laughs> know what went through your head when Bill Michaels said this. Erd'em. Again, yeah. and then also Aaron Rodgers and his obstinance and stubbornness not to throw the damn checkdowns time and again throughout this game cost them the game and cost them the season. A hundred and seventy million Bill. dollar paperweight. No, it's not Bill. worth it. Stop Bill. Come on, man. No, no. no come on, no. Man. Come on, I'm nope. to
1: Bring you back. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried. I tried to get him off the ladder, man. He was up there pretty high. I think he was about ready to jump laughter I think he did from what it sounded like. <laughs> Gary, I He's think i like, please, man, don't say that. Come on, man. Come on back. Come I
0: think on, I I think I told you this last time I was in town, man. That that soundbite right there is in regular rotation on our airwaves because that, that was that was you and Bill at your very best on on the Green and Gold postgame show. And, and really post game postgame show at its best. That that is pure raw emotion and reaction right there, and that's what uh Gary Ellerson brings to one oh five seven FM the fan on the Green and Gold post game show on the Wendy's Big Show, which you hear afternoons. And uh, Gary, always a pleasure, man. Great talking to you. Wait, 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 wait. I, wait I you guys
1: maybe, but I, 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 just real quick, yeah. How you guys feeling up there in Minnesota about this game, Judd, right now? Just t- real quick, tell them what you told me in the first segment of
0: the show, Judd. Tell pa- them What you Packers said about this game?
2: Packers don't scare me, and here I think the Vikings probably win by a touchdown. There might yeah. be a different story here. If I'm the Vikings. Extremely confident. I think your quarterback's yeah, hundred seventy million dollar paperweight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Okay. Your receivers can't catch passes, and you're right. Jimmy Graham's a thousand years old.
1: He is made so slow.
2: Gary, our people? <laughs> he he doesn't. I mean, he, it's just the truth. It is, it
1: is. The, o- the only chance
2: that the only chance that you guys have is if your interior D line can get the same pressure that they got in Week Two on Cousins, because that will bother him. But if if that does not Happen here on on Monday. I think the Vikings win by seven.
1: Well, yeah, and uh, you're right. The, the The thing of it is, is is Kirk Cousins, because you know we all know he's going to give you at least three balls that we can get. Right? Mm-hmm. Can yeah. we get them? Because okay. with no Delvin with no Delvin Cook, I think that's going to hurt you just a little bit. Yeah.
0: Gary, who runs a faster 40 these days, Jimmy Graham or Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis? Excuse me? You faster said? 40, Jimmy Graham, Mercedes Lewis.
1: Oh, I mean, we can be on the phone for like four or five hours. <laughs> they still haven't a 40 yet, cuz.
0: Could you beat Jimmy Graham in a race with your uh, knee replacement, Gary Ellerson? You're damn right. right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> he's not kidding. You're not kidding either. How do we get? We had Jared Cook. How do we lose Jared Cook? I have no idea how that happened.
0: Gary, love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon.
1: And you know what? You guys need to stop all that Brett Favre love up there because he's not, he I mean, he's like, a, I don't know what he's doing. I hear him up on the radio station like he loves the Vikings, and he come on the Packers in the station, said he, he loves the Packers. I can't figure this whole Brett part like who he loves the most. Is it the this Vikings is, or is it the Packers? I don't know.
0: This is just like the old days where I have to go to break, and I can't Gary can't get Gary to stop. Gary, I will talk to you again soon, my friend. <laughs> See Bye. You. Bye. It's Gary Ellerson. Follow him on Twitter, at Gary Ellerson, and again, 1057FM, thefan.com. Hour two of Score North Live Ahead, some Twins Talk and Reckless speculation with Derek Wetmore on one, on ScoreNorth.com 1500 and the ScoreNorth mobile app. I almost said my old station. It, it's understandable this time, though.